I'm Justin. I'm Josh. I'm Austin. Hey, have you guys seen Christmas with the Cranks? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. No, no, I have. Thank you. Can't say that I have. And that's there's probably a reason here. for that. <laughs> I so think this one you, more than any of them. Yeah. Already seen it. So you, Josh, give us that sweet, sweet elevator pitch. So this is, is cra- this, this is a mid-2000s, just to set the scene. Yeah. Uh, mid-2000s? Mm-hmm. With a name like that? That's not a 90s Where's movie? our mid-2000s? is spelled with a K. Of course it is. Where's our mid-2000s elevator pitch set? Christmas is not. Uh, a Starbucks? Oh, yes. All right, Justin, high-level executive. We all have our laptops At a there. Starbucks. A big old MacBook, yeah. Yeah. Josh, intern, trying to climb that corporate ladder. Yeah. You've got a script in front of you. I all bought, it says is Christmas of the Cranks. I the, bought all the drinks. Yeah. The printer yeah. was broke this morning, so all you got was the first page, the title page. Yeah. And that's why you have to just bullshit your way through this explanation. Okay. So, you know, there's baristas serving shit all over. Mm-hmm. Everybody's writing a novel in here. Go. Okay. So, where's um, my where's my uh, latte? It's it's right. It's coming. You ordered a lot hey, of substitutions, go, so you. they're working on it. Yeah, I wanted a latte without any milk. Yeah. I'm going to the latte without any e. <laughs> um, so we hear you have a script for us, a, yeah. a holiday piece, a real family go getter, maybe. So the Christmas season is coming. Up in about eight months. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we need to be ready well ahead of time. We might even be able to hit July if we're lucky. Oh, Christmas in July. Yeah, yeah. that's a popular uh, thing. People would love it. Yeah. All right, so what do you when got? Do you, when does everybody miss Christmas? It's not during Christmas time. The it's only time you can't put out a Christmas summer, movie is right. October. That's scary movie time. And if it's a scary Christmas movie, go for it. What do you got? So, Christmas with the Cranks. Hmm. Okay. Just picture it for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you picturing? <laughs> Tell me what you're thinking. Well, uh, the cranks. Mid- oh, is oh. it about Christmas with cavemen? I was thinking medieval torture. You know, cranking. Yeah. Maybe it's better if you take the helm on this one. So, you're actually both on the money. <laughs> it's about medieval a cavemen? medieval <laughs> cavemen and snowmen in the Dark Ages. Gotcha. <laughs> no, no. What, it's, what it's actually about, it's about... A 90s family, not set in modern times, so a decade ago. Okay. A period piece, I like it. Yeah. We've got a family called the Cranks with a K. Yeah? Yeah. So far I'm on board? I was supposed to wow you more than I thought it would. Oh, well, I mean, keep going. The K part. Yeah. So, they're a dysfunctional family. Okay. You know, standard standard family, two husband, wife, two kids, one boy, one girl. Yeah, the American nuclear family. Right. Yeah, exactly. What's the catch? What? Why are we celebrating Christmas with them? Uh, because it's not Christmas. What do you mean? So, Christmas went really poorly for them last year. You know what? So I wasn't decide, in, and he got me. They decide to have another Christmas. A non-Christmas? During non-Christmas time. Oh. And they get the whole town in on it. Oh, shit. Ah, okay. They start this big hullabaloo... And they have the whole town celebrate Christmas time sometime during the summer. Can I get another triple espresso, please? Coming right up. <laughs> Do you want any flavors in that? Oh, one in each. Surprise me. Okay. So you want three different espressos. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what you mean by triple espresso. I held up three fingers, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Three. I'll take, I'll take the same. Okay. And I want a triple espresso. All right. Three fingers tall. Right. Yeah. 
You know, they didn't have Starbucks back in the 90s. Well, that's okay. I don't think that needs to be featured. We can get some sort of other corporate sponsor, like, I don't know, Surge? Fair. <laughs> you have to get anachronistic sponsors. Coke, Coke and Christmas. They yeah. go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. bingo, bango. Got it. Okay. We can get one of those, I wonder how much we got to pay for one of those stupid polar bears. All right. 20 seconds left. Sell me on the movie. What's, I what's the U-turn? Uh, they're not celebrating Christmas. No, they're trying to get the town to celebrate Christmas. Oh, okay. That's the movie. Gotcha. Okay. All right, let's make this thing. Let's crank it out in the next eight months. Yeah. We got deadlines to hit. All right. So wait, this is going to be a movie about Christmas, not during Christmas, but it's going to yeah. come out during Christmas? No. Or not Christmas. <laughs> it's also going to come We're We're trying for July, but if it comes during Christmas, that's also fine. Okay. okay. Who do we star in it? Uh... You know who's good in these holiday movies for the family? Who? He played uh, uh, Santa Claus. Oh, okay. Er, 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 er. Tim Allen. Tim Allen? T- yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's get all the comedy yeah, rates and, on, uh, this. Uh, on this. Uh, you know who else would be good? What if he was married to that girl That girl from Scream? Well, which one? Uh, not Scream. Halloween. Oh, there you go. Oh, the original? The original. What if Ooh. he was married to that girl from Scream? What's her name? She's a woman now. Yeah, she is a woman now. Um, yeah. But she was a girl in... in yeah, that's in one of your favorite movies, movies I hear. You should probably know her name. Hey, I'm not... We're, we're I'm directors. Big, we I'm ca- a big executive. We cast her just months ago. I'm a big executive. <laughs> I can hardly keep track of anybody's name. Okay? <laughs> you know what? What if we have a third person just totally off the wall Dan Aykroyd? Can he be in it? We have, is he in it? I don't remember. We have the budget. <laughs> Alright. Here we go. We're watching... Fucking stupid Christmas with the cranks. Thanks, Justin. Don't bias our viewers. <laughs> Five months, two weeks, two days. Well, guys, that was that I'm, movie. I'm done. Like, like they tried to give up on Christmas. I'm giving up on the fucking podcast after that. That was the most a movie has ever asked me to suspend my disbelief. And we've watched some fantasy on this before. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This movie was a fantasy. It was a dark fantasy, too. Yeah. Like a grim this dark. This is nobody's fantasy. This is somebody's fantasy. Yeah, it is. It's my mom. <laughs> so, it's your movie. Tell us a bit of your history behind it. So, my mom is super obsessed with Christmas. Holidays in general. Most holidays, as I've, I've witnessed. Christmas, those yeah. are just an excuse that she can go even more over the top at Christmas. It's the big one, okay. Okay, in your house, it's the big one. Yeah. She figured that out. She's like, I like decorating up for Christmas, but if I decorate really well for, like, Valentine's Day, then I gotta even go even more for Christmas. Is she gonna find this podcast by looking at Chris for Christmas and or Christmas with the Cranks on podcast? She'll apps? get an alert. Uh huh. She has a Google tag <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> Josh, what did you think? So the reason my mom loves this is like oh, okay, one of my sorry. mom's yeah. favorite Christmas movies, and she loves Christmas. And I think the reason she loves this movie is because it's about like an empty nester. Uh, and she struggled with a lot whenever me and my sister moved out. You know, they could have built on that theme a little more in this, right? They It was almost a dropped thread. It was. As the main plot of the movie. 
was a dropped threat, which you usually don't do in a movie. This movie could have been good if they had just, like, went more over the top. Yeah. Yeah, escalation real hard. The people start getting obsessive about them not celebrating Christmas and they, start, like... They did do that, though. Yeah, but not enough. This movie's uncomfortable. It <laughs> makes me uncomfortable to watch this movie. It Like, you watch... This fit. movie did to you what One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest did to Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh yeah cause I'll watch movies like I won't go into them cause we haven't done them on the podcast but like Christmas Vacation you know you watch it and you get that kind of little anxiety at the beginning because it's so much like real life where like family's getting together it's awkward you know there's gonna be tension but usually it works out fine mm-hmm. and they, in the comedy scenario that can be fun during like the holiday season to relieve some of that tension to watch these fake circumstances but no this builds your anxiety so oh, much this is has no release no, there's nothing no and at the end you're trapped in a prison of you spent gift wrapping tubes those are the bars <laughs> like candy cane bars or some <laughs> bullshit oh. uh, this movie is just like so it's hell what'd you on think? hell what'd you think Josh? <laughs> it was bad uh they Set up a premise that's completely unbelievable that this neighborhood and this city, not town, not like big little village, like this like, city that they're in. Chicago. Everybody knows who everyone is, except when they don't. Um, There's a new character every yeah. 15 goddamn minutes, uh, too. To the point where the fact that they don't choose to not celebrate Christmas and go this vacation, everyone's really upset with them. Like, what? And then halfway through the movie, they just say, nah, fuck the trip, and fuck the entire movie. Daughter's coming back. That's a lot. Now they gotta fix off. everything. Whoa. Let's, let's not off. tell her what happened. Nope. Let's just lie more, and then try to convince the town to help us do Christmas in a day. I see you guys didn't live in a household where you had to pretend to be happy all the time. <laughs> no. There were no real feelings. We had Christmas. Oh, no, I, I get where you're coming from, that, that veneer yeah. of happiness. You can't challenge people's happiness. Yeah, you there's you so like, much denial in this movie. You, you can't do that. Because then, though, you'll really, like, peel the layer, you'll see the evil screech demon that lies inside. This is one <laughs> block over from being a horror movie. Like I one, really wish it had escalated into a horror same. movie. Same. There's a couple of scenes where if it... If, if there's straight-up horror movie cues. Yeah, if... If because it's got Jamie Lee Curtis, there's uh-huh. a lot of times where she's like, "Oh, you remember her name?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like where she's like hiding and like oh, looks all nervous. Oh, this is insane! People are outside, like put up frosty, and then there's like carolers free day and frosty, night. Free frosty. It's oh, and she isn't willing to let anyone see her in the house because she's so ashamed. So, like, not only are they skipping Christmas to this vacation. They are actively avoiding Christmas. They're not putting up decorations to appease the neighbors. They're not the like dope who seems charities. To enjoy it. She is so subservient. For some like, reason, which they cult. don't explain, they're just skipping all of the lead Christmas too, which they know make everyone mad and actively makes everyone mad for some fucking reason. So the premise isn't set in the beginning like most movies, and this isn't an artsy no. film where it moves over prime time either. No, the premise is given to us. Through Dan Aykroyd standing on a soapbox. No, Everything is his exposition. He's like, this is the family. 
that every year has the best Christmas party. And if they don't do it this year, our economy's gonna falter. He's an accountant, he's a dirty accountant, and we all know it, but we keep it clean, because he buys a Christmas tree. He buys a cookie, he buys a calendar. He keeps this society afloat, and if he doesn't celebrate Christmas, all in the poorhouse next year. Yeah, I thought that's what the premise was like. There's such a rich, affluent family that Christmas time, like, keeps all these businesses but going. No, everyone no, on the street has a no. $20 million house. It's just that everybody likes the Christmas premise, a lot. The premise of this movie is supposed to be, like... Conformism. Pre... Like, you're supposed to know it. It's that everybody's obsessed with Christmas. But, like, they don't even establish that. You don't have to establish that. That's Everybody's obsessed with Christmas. <laughs> so there are people that went in this theater. There are people that went in and when they're like, let's go on vacation. There were people there that were like, those fuckers. I get the premise right now. <laughs> Grab the really? pitchforks, honey, and the, the torches. Unbelievable. <laughs> it is nuts. Like, I celebrate Christmas for the record. I had a family. I have a family. They still celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Christmas back, you know, then as well. Yeah. So, you know, I get the whole spirit. But like, this is unbelievable. For some people, they live we know for people it all in year, the I guess. Yeah, yeah, there's always big houses that are decorated, or houses decorated really nicely, but this is such a cult feeling. Yeah. The entire, not block, but world in this movie is set up to be, like, amazed that someone doesn't want to celebrate Christmas at home. You're telling me no one vacations? The daughter's vacationing at Christmas to come home. No, she's moving. Now she joins the Peace Corps. Right, but she's coming back home for Christmas. Like, but they didn't know that travel at Christmas. They're not all traveling one way, like home. I know there's a song about being home for but Christmas, they didn't but set that's up not either. reality. I like it's, how there's like only one instance in this entire movie where like other religions are brought up. Yeah, in a very dismissive way too. <laughs> Were they Jewish? No. No, the Catholic. Are they Buddhist or something? Up, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, they don't want you to sing. You should go sing. Yeah. Everyone's got a vendetta. Well, no, so that whole joke was they were checking to see if it was for religious reasons. Mm -hmm. Since because it wasn't for religious reasons, fuck them, let's go terrorize them. Yeah, day and night. Oh, this is is hard to watch. (laughs) It is. Because... First of all, it's got Tim Allen, and he's just off-putting. Knowing his personality in real life through his, like, various interviews and stand-up and, like, just bullshit he's spewed, he's a very conservative dude who's a very against, like, vocally against PC culture and gender views. He having that safe for his spaces. show being canceled twice. Exactly. So it <laughs> seems very strange that in this, he prints out this info pamphlet for work that's like, hey, please respect my wishes to have a safe space around Christmas. You can wish me Merry Christmas. I don't care. I just want you people to know that I'm personally not celebrating it this year. And they turn on him on a dime at work. So that's what I was going to say. In a business environment. You guys were like making, you guys were making like a huge deal. Like they were acting insane from uh, him not celebrating Christmas. But I would argue that they are just reacting in kind to him Passive aggressively typing up a letter and <laughs> out saying, Oh, I'm not celebrating Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're both insane. Everyone is. All sides in this movie make no sense. There's no one to root for. <laughs> There's domestic terrorism going on with Dan Aykroyd. We don't even know where the movie's going half the time. 
So they yeah. keep dropping all the plot lines. They're, okay, so their main plan, Tim Allen is. I'm saying that Jamie Lee Curtis is so under under thumb and just like yes, honey, I don't even know what she thinks, honey. To do. Yeah, because she wants to celebrate Christmas. He lets her. Work but at times, in, like, it did seem like she wanted to go on the cruise. Charity shelters and uh, do her thing during the day, and she's getting it out of her system. He thinks, and he's like. At night, we don't mention Christmas. We don't talk about it. We don't wish anybody it. We don't put up a single goddamn decoration because I'm over it. I spent too much money last year. And he's like, this year, we're doing something for ourselves. Which, he's doing it for the wrong reasons, but he's... Yeah, he's our daughter's right, out of the house. He's right in it. It's cheaper. Like, let's, why not? Yeah, let's go have, have a vacation for ourselves. Let's go to the Caribbean. So, this sets off a whole chain of terrible events, like pre-tanning. Let's go to a super public, not a strip mall, the mall. Yeah. An well, open air tanning salon. Bef- right before that that scene, I want to talk about where uh, she's walking down the street to meet two of her girlfriends for lunch, and she walks by this like print shop, and the guy's like, "Oh hey, we need to talk about your Christmas cards." And she's like, "Oh uh uh uh, we're not uh we're not gonna need any Christmas cards." And he's like, "What?" But if you don't order Christmas cards, I'm going to go out of business. That was a sixth of their budget for the party last year. These were like hand-beveled, really nice 120-weight like paper cards. This guy owns a custom-made print shop. Print, like, yeah. yeah. No, I was going to say, like, he only makes cards. Yeah, for and, them. And the only reason he's able to stay in business is because of this Christmas party every year. Like I That's you, what he acts they're like. They're not buying turkeys? They're not buying hams. They're not buying Christmas cards. This town is going to go under. This part of Chicago is going to die. It's going to fall to the gangs. It's going to be terrible. That is it did almost fall to the gangs. <laughs> like whenever there they go crime. Because that joke, that same joke is applied like three more times in this movie. It's Christmas party. Let me tell you this. It got my Crystal Skull vodka business off the ground. That party people get so drunk at every year, and they're like, you hold that skull, and you just, you feel the power of the ancients. Yes. <laughs> Dan Ecker is going to turn into Bernie Mac eventually. Eventually, yeah. Like, it's kind of the same thing they're both doing. <laughs> oh, this is, this is So, yeah, because there's the, there's the cards, and he's like, but wait, you're not going to buy any cards? And then there's the Boy Scouts coming with the Christmas tree. And like, oh, wait, but you're not going to buy a Christmas tree? And then there's the cops with their fucking holiday counter calendar. <laughs> well, they almost arrest him over later for not buying it. No, they almost arrest him for stealing a Christmas tree. Yeah, but they were going to like be real mad because he also didn't buy the calendar. I know this is PG, but this movie is so horny. I say that a lot about movies. There was a lot of sex jokes. There were a lot of like more PG than I would sex jokes, but the cop calendar disappointed me. <laughs> right? Well, I thought the whole point of those was for them to be sexy. Like being tiny blue shorts, like Reno 911 kind of cops. <laughs> right. But he's full, like, Or is that just fire? If you're going to put out a calendar, you got to put out a calendar. <laughs> he's full street gear, kind of like up on a hood, not 
Not even like right. white, white snake in it. It would be like if you got a police calendar that was just police in full SWAT gear each month. Not even that. Just, <laughs> just kind of standing there like crossing guards kind of looking, not even waving. Because they're on the duty. They can't wave. That'll cause an accident. Really neutral pictures of policemen. <laughs> it's my favorite kind of calendar. Neutral pictures. <laughs> policemen? Like, like, <laughs> like uh, distant cats. That's a good calendar. It's cats, but they're like really they're far really off far in the away. distance. Yeah. <laughs> or dogs slightly out of focus. <laughs> Mundane police officers. is Yeah, that's one we're adding to the line of fab check calendars this year. <laughs> uh, this is bad guys thanks for warning us mm-hmm. now yeah. wow kind of took all the holiday cheer now uh the star wars, the star wars really holiday depressing. special was better you want to know something really depressing what i've probably i've seen this movie more times than i can count on one hand whoa wow whoa. i've well, seen it twice now I saw this last year when I got sick and it was kind of like in a fever dream state. Like, I saw that it got added to Netflix and I was like, oh, guaranteed that will put me to sleep. <laughs> and so, like, that's something I could care nothing about. So it was on in the background. I was probably reading or doing something, but this was the first time watching it and paying attention what to do it. You, what do you think the point of this movie is? What do you think they were trying to convey? Money. Well, it does have a very capitalistic viewpoint. He mentions how her boyfriend's from Peru, so he's probably one of those communists. And we get the camera pan in on him when he says it, like, oh shit. They just wanted to make a quick buck with a fucking Christmas movie. But also went on speed dial. They're like, yeah, "Yeah, we'll just make Christmas. They'll do anything with Christmas. But also I feel like they're definitely trying to convey this message of Christmas is a time for family. Uh yeah, it's time for community to come together. Right, but still capitalist. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the hardcore capitalist community. <laughs> the amount of government resources they wrangle at the end of this movie—it's insane. It's off-putting. It's like firemen, policemen, city electricians. They even make a joke where, uh, oh, because the cops are played by Cheech Marin and uh, Jake Busey. Ha mm-hmm. <laughs> Than being cops. Well, I mean, Cheech has played a cop for the majority of his career. Yeah. I mean, of course. We when is that joke gonna get old? Well, I, he was like famous for smoking weed. Now he's playing a cop. It is old because what I'm saying is he's reached the tipping point. Like we've now had more of Cheech Marin playing a cop than we did as a stoner. <laughs> like it, the joke is that he was a stoner now. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. One pleasant surprise in this movie was we're both fans, me and Austin are both fans of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and Rickety Cricket's in this. Playing pretty much Rickety Cricket. Like, uh, before, like, this is before he went to, uh, what do you call, church college. Seminary? Yeah. Church. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to talk about this open-air tanning salon, because Jamie Lee Curtis is in there, she's got the stupid little guy, oh, she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't have any eye protection. No. She doesn't want to look like the person working there. But she's in there. Get she's body shamed she's for a looking second. good. Right. Like, we saw her in Halloween. We saw her in this. Not too much of a difference for her age and how, like, how Tim Allen's looking. Right. <laughs> he looks like a doe of Tim Allen ever like, getting with Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh, please. Dear Lord. That's a fantasy. <laughs> 
his. I mean, the, the uh, fiction. Um, but no, she's looking great, and the music cues like. Burm, burm, burm. Well, and she makes a joke, something too, like I'll never be, wear this, this in public. Be or something, so she gets into this tiny booth, and this guy comes in doing like a Jerry Lee Lewis, <laughs> or you know what is even worse? A lady. I think they were going for like he was mentally handicapped, is what the actor kind of was. Por- I'm gonna right? choose the other thing. I hope so. That's uh, so what I'm. My head this cannon? was dark though. My head cannon. Yeah, I have a head cannon after watching this. <laughs> I'm gonna go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, lady in the tanning salon is tanning, and she's like, bonk, oh, somebody saw my boobies. And she runs out into the front room in a bikini, and the entire mall stops dead and is watching her, like, oh, what? This lady yeah, is tanning in a tanning salon? Uh, they're, they're a preacher. Priest. Priest or he's whatever. He's got the little yeah, white. He's got the a priest, uh, Tom Poston. He was in that Shevendy show too. That Shevendy show. That Shevendy show. Have you ever seen that Shevendy show, ever Josh? Seen that no. show? He was. Um, there's a lot of comedians in this that are good. Yeah. I don't know why. It's a bad movie. It's a really bad movie. You know, this one, the only one I can compare this to. None of them were trying. The exact same time period. You know how every movie kind of has a, a, a twin? Uh-huh. A Bug's Life, uh, an Ant's Tale, or a Hunter Bullshit. <laughs> you can't eat. Uh, Bugs deep, Life Armageddon Ants. Armageddon just Deep Ants. Ants. Yeah, okay. Whatever. I don't I don't care. Have you seen Ants? Uh I saw Bugs Life. I don't think I've seen Ants. Okay. What I I'm used saying. to have a Bugs Life figurine. Yeah. because that movie came out when I was like ten. Okay. So I used to have like this little it was like probably came up to about my shin and it was the ant from a Bug's Life. That seems way too big for an ant toy. I know, but it was like a sentry, so it was motion detector, and it would be like, are you from Hopper's Gang? If someone walked past it, and it would, like, move and blink. I could see a couple pranks. More interesting than this movie. Prank applications would be fun. But what I'm trying to get at is this is the twin, spiritually, to Deck the Halls. It That's feels, also on my list. Look up the year of that. I won't give anything away because it's on your list. <laughs> Hail Santa! We don't get that movie, but okay, it's kind. That one's later than this, but it feels so similar because it's such a closed set, very few locations, and it's a whole town into Christmas. And it probably also costs several hundred million dollars <laughs> just because of who's in it. There's no special effects in this other than some bad CGI on that cat that gets frozen. To and death. the snowman, wherever his eyes. Go. Okay, so the daughter's coming home. They've abandoned Christmas. Wait, They're preparing for the cruise. That cat thing. Cats have nine lives. Get over it. I know. But I'm just talking about how bad the animation of its eyes yeah. was. And it, they, the budget for this movie mm-hmm. was $60 million. What a fucking racket. Well, this is after The Matrix. You think you could animate cat eyes to look real. Or not. You don't Where have to. Where did that money go? You could just make a pop. Oh, <laughs> The snow on set. <laughs> yeah, hit Tim Allen and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, it was it was snowing all the time. Enrique Cricket. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Either way, the daughter's coming home. They've decided to not celebrate Christmas, but all of a sudden, you can't tell the truth. You have to celebrate. They're on their way home. They'll be home tonight. She's bringing fiance Enrique who's excited because he's never had traditional American 
or seen snow. Holiday. Which, I mean, why would he have? Yeah. And you know what? Like, pro tip, holidays anywhere else in the world, a lot of fun. They're not better in this suburb on this cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. These people aren't going to be the most fun people to celebrate with. I want to hear her pitch to Enrique that convinced him uh, to, to go on there instead of Peru. How much did Come that... with me and we'll come to this shitty cold suburb and we'll eat my favorite canned ham. Mm. Don't make me vomit. <laughs> the canned ham is a character in this movie. <sighs> with our... Strange cult-like neighbors. That if you don't sell... Oh, you think you think every holiday is the same? Yeah. Like, if you don't put up jack-o'-lanterns or Easter bunnies? Oh, you mean... No, maybe. maybe. Which ones? Uh, St. Yeah, Patty's so, Day is definitely Right, it's gonna... There's not Christmas with the cranks, too. It's like Easter with the cranks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do it again, but it's on Easter. Uh, yeah. They have risen. who's gonna get nailed this Easter (laughs) Uh, so I don't know they have to convince the entire town we get another huge exposition speech from Dan Aykroyd and he's like these people we hate them we all hate them for what they did they tried to kill Christmas. And then he just but you know what? his mouth and does the screech from uh, <laughs> Invasion uh, of the Body Snatchers. We need them. We all know they sustain this town, so we're going to have to suck up our pride. And we're going to have to buy everything they need for this party. Bring it from your house. Because, listen, if there's one thing this hardcore capitalist suburb needs, it's a strong community that provides for each other <laughs> in the time of need and brings all the necessities to have a grand party. As long as you celebrate Christmas. That everyone participates in. <laughs> so, everybody does pitch in. There's one scene where they get arrested for stealing a tree. It's kid from Malcolm in the Middle is in it. Yeah. Playing Spike. Uh-huh. Oh, this is whenever uh, Tim name... Allen tackles him. Why'd they name him a dog's name? I don't know. Spike? It's Dan Aykroyd's kid. Is it? In the movie. Oh, okay. It's Dan Aykroyd's kid. Because he has like eight boys that are all huddled around the TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It's, it's bad. The yeah, but this is when together. Ted Allen full-on tackles the kid from Malcolm in the Middle. Twice! But he assaults him <laughs> and knocks him to the ground and jumps on top of him. And he's like, I need your help! And as all true crime podcasts will tell you, if an adult asks you for help and you're a child, I mean, not like any children are listening to this. I hope not. No. Don't do it. Run away. Adults don't need children's help. Listen to this part if you're listening, kids. But everything else, don't listen to. And don't watch... I mean, there's probably a lot of kids out there who are forced to watch these movies by their parents. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. I know. I know. I know. Um, A big one in my house, luckily, was Christmas Vacation, which is on my list right now. I tried to balance it out. I did the... I, I know what you I did. Provided, I saw what you did there. I provided an antidote to all your <laughs> shitty movies. But, uh, yeah, there were a couple on rotation in my house. Luckily, I would get to watch Scrooge. I usually watch that by myself, though, because there was, like, vulgar language. One time... My parents had never seen Scrooge. When I was young, I uh, 
convinced my youth group to watch Scrooged. Because I hated it. I always hated it, but I was forced to go, so I would always do shit like that. That's awesome. And uh, I remember the uh, we had a, a pastor who called herself a pastora because she a female pastor. Um, is that female pastor? It is pastora? in some places. It's but white lady, so it, it wasn't like she was a Spanish speaking. I don't know what the proper term is. But she had a boyfriend who was living at the, like, uh, what do you, I don't know what you call the house attached to the church or whatever that the pastor gets to live in, the pastora. But she had, like, a live-in boyfriend. So already, yeah, you're setting a great example for what you're preaching. But uh, I remember he was so shocked by it. And he was just like, this, this isn't the kind of language that you use on the streets, kids. Just remember that. And it's like, what are you talking about? That's the one type place you do use this. Five months, two weeks, two days. Type of language is on the streets, man. <laughs> uh, we were in like elementary though and he was so embarrassed that he let me put this DVD on that had Bill Murray cursing and like a whole bunch of sex references. You got him. Oh yeah. Bart Simpson him. Oh we watched it. The whole thing uh -huh. too. Yeah it was good. Good one. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Listen, when you're forced into situations, you gotta make the best of it. So maybe you are listening to this because you're forced to watch Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah. Because if anybody's forcing you to watch that, listen to this, leave us a five star review. <laughs> no, not being forced to listen to this. <laughs> no, I'm saying if someone's oh, forcing yeah, sure. you to watch this podcast, you might as well leave a five star review. <laughs> leave a one star review and let us know if you need help. <laughs> No, five star review needs help. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. Milk the Come on! Yeah, milk the kidnappers for ratings, Justin. That's the precedence we want to set. That's as that's as good of a moral lesson as this entire movie gives. Because they continue to lie to their daughter until she gets there. They send the cops to pick her they up. They never the tell her. No. She's gonna she's gonna go to her grave thinking that this party was never put together at the last moment. Okay. So this Christmas montage is just the this is the money shot of the film. Right. You made the joke that I thought was really funny that this is just whenever my mom's like freebasing. Like <laughs> just taking this montage scene is just yeah. like straight to the veins. There's a whole community of people making cookies together and wrapping presents and putting up decorations and like fast motion and there's like 40 people in this house working together to make Christmas happen. Meanwhile, it's interspersed with these cops who have to delay the daughter from getting home. And, oh my god, the cops have way too much of a part in this movie. They arrest somebody and slam them up against the window, which terrifies these adults. They're just like, ah, right. a criminal! Very, very over-the-top acting. <laughs> no one in this movie gave a shit. Not a single person. The criminal fucked up. He got out of that car. I'm talking about the actors. Oh, yeah. No one gave a shit. I'm just saying the criminal as a character fucked up. He got out of the cop car and went into the party? Yeah, he's to a very them? cocky criminal. I'm gonna go into the party of the people... That Everyone else on the block has evacuated their house. He could hit each of these houses up and then run away. It was all about the thrill, man. Okay. That's all he wants? He took his time, you're right. He just looked for things and like spilled things out and like made a racket 
It was like bang, 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 stop, 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 stop. You're not coming for me. God damn it. Cut setting the curtains on fire. <laughs> what do I have to do? Uh, yeah. You know what it was? It didn't start off that way. He was just being a criminal, but he got like, uh, like, he discovered something in himself whenever he got chased and tackled by Jake Busey. It was a Christmas miracle. Yeah. <laughs> That did it for him. So yeah. he's just like, come on. <laughs> Someone come up here and chase me and tackle me to the ground. Talk, Tim Allen, I know you like to do it. Or am I too old? A, talk about a soggy bandit. Uh, <laughs> now, what bandit? Well, he's coming up with his own thing. It's a, it's a, it's a cum derivative. Uh, <laughs> a sticky bandit, maybe. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Yeah, the daughter comes home and they're like, Welcome to the party we had planned all along. Isn't it wonderful how we do this every year? We're all out of breath. We didn't just do this right now. Tim Allen's going to have a stroke. <laughs> yeah, because he's only been eating yogurt, peaches, and Diet Coke the entire week. Stop. <laughs> this scene, every scene where he has a meal is disgusting. He's eating, like, sugar-free yogurt and Diet Coke for lunch at work. He has a... Lunch with his wife where he's just had Botox, and it's the most disgusting thing that's ever been shown on a screen. Because <laughs> he has no control over his mouth, so peaches are falling out of his face like a horror movie, alien-laying eggs. He's just poking himself with a fork. Oh. I can't feel anything. And there's so many, like, cartoony sound effects in this. Yeah, and, yeah, this scene he's eating cottage cheese and peaches. And later they're having dinner, and it's like the whitest piece of chicken with white rice or something. And it's like, you're gonna die. Yeah, and their favorite holiday food is pre-cooked pre canned ham. Hickory honey ham. You gotta have that scene at the grocery market. Whenever it got hit by that truck, it looked like brains <laughs> splattered all over the place. That's, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> got pulled. So he has this, like, B-plot with this rivalry with this old man who's got a sick wife. Yeah. Uh, That's a thing. He's like pissed at him because it's, uh, everybody's pissed at him. Was the... Emmett. Emmett Walsh. Yeah. yeah. He was the crotchety old... He wasn't even the crotchety old neighbor because Tim Allen was the crotchety old neighbor. Yeah. But he kept on calling Tim Allen old man that pissed Tim Allen off because the guy's obviously older than he is. But like, come on, man. Like, Why did Tim Allen get Botox? Because he's insecure. Okay. Why didn't he get it before then? Why is he getting Botox for a cruise with his wife? She obviously they knows. They wanted to swing, man. That's what I'm thinking. Because <laughs> they both get he was gonna tans. He was going to flip that on her once they got there. Like, oh. This is, by the way, uh, this is a uh, you know what Phil? You know what Phil's in an empty nest? <laughs> Some eggs. I don't, I don't know. There's a metaphor there. Like, <laughs> Some twigs some and birds. eggs. Yeah, some more birds. <laughs> That's what happens in the nest, right? It's a bird party after the eggs leave. <laughs> it's like a bird house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this 10-day cruise for them. I mean, cruises... First of all, gross. I, I don't like them for multiple reasons. Yeah. But sounds good for them. Take the cruise. The whole movie, we're just kind of like, take the cruise. Just do what and you everybody's want. Everybody's like, it's so selfish of you. Why can't you think of anybody else? And it's like, 
Like, don't, the holidays are like a season of giving, but our daughter's taken care of. They're we still doing all their... a $3 million house. They're still doing all their charity stuff. All the charity stuff. But we're just not decorating our house. I know they're doing it for the wrong reason. I said, like, money. They're like, we spent so much last year. They have everything. They just don't want to do it. Tim Allen's, like, putting his foot down and being like, oh, man of the house. <laughs> or what's, what's his sitcom? Is, not, uh, is it man last of the man standing. Oh, okay. He's being the last man standing. Uh, the, yeah, they have the party. He gives the vacation to the crotchety yeah. old neighbor with um, full package. Yep. Airline tickets, cruise, everything. It's a heartwarming moment. It got Josh. Yeah. Yeah. One tear. One. It was One a single tear. It was a single tear jerker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it didn't get me the entire rest of the movie. Yeah. I think I might have chucked that one joke. Yeah. Oh, whenever the carolers showed up? Yeah. And they started singing, and he was the, like, hit the deck, and and ducked. Yeah. And then they kept doing it for what implied to be an extended amount of time, which I thought was the kind of humor they needed. There was the jump scare where they thought they stopped, and then they were just at the window at the other side. Yeah. The, the one time that was that okay. made me laugh was uh, when, he, when she comes home with the groceries, and he's like, where's the honey hickory ham? And the music cue changes to like see that was super supposed dramatic. to be funny. And she turns around, she's like, "Never fucking mention Hickory smoked ham again." Yeah, I mean that that kind of got me. She doesn't say fucking because this is a PG. Oh god. Okay, all this safe humor. Okay, you nuts. know what's wrong with this movie? Everything. A lot. <laughs> but there's no kids. Right. This is a family movie, supposedly. With no kids. I know it's there's an a empty name nest. kid. I know it's an empty nest movie, but it feels so. Pointless. It is pointless. Nothing was. Yeah, learned. the fact that they don't have kids doesn't matter, at all. Nothing was learned. The last line of the movie was maybe we can take the cruise next year. Mm-hmm. And he gets a sparkle in his eye, and there's like a. Yeah, that's the sound. sound. Of, that's the sound of him getting a boner. And then we see CG Santa. Oh yeah. No CG this... snowman. And Santa. Yeah. Like... And there's this like yeah, there's, there's this H plot of like this old fucking dude who sells umbrellas and his name's Marty. And then at the end of the movie he's like, I'm real Santa, bye. I know, but it was like everybody's <laughs> like, I don't know that guy. I'm like, who cares? You introduce a new fucking character every fifteen minutes in this movie. Every... We're supposed to notice that this guy's strange? Yeah. You're all fucking crazy. Strange yeah. is what they're looking for on the cruise ship. <laughs> Not every other but character. We know that they them. So a character that they know, like, that's like, wow. Yeah, and it's really off-putting, but they're like, I guess we just haven't met in a while, because he knows all their names, and he knows their favorite songs, and he watches you when you're sleeping. He knows if you've been good. <laughs> he really knows if you've been bad. He's paying more attention to that. <laughs> oh, and yeah, it's over, thankfully. This it was, is. This was bad. It is. It this might is, be one of is, the worst that we've It watched. kept me watching, though. We've had other movies that are bad that I just want to kill myself. over the line. Yeah, you keep hoping it's it. going to be good. And it never pushes the boundaries far enough. You wanted to push the burbs. Enough. Like, you wanted to go, like, weird. Yeah. I mean, even the burbs, in my opinion, plays it a little too safe. It doesn't get extreme till the end. Was Edward Scissorhands worse than this? Because <laughs> that was also a movie in a neighborhood where nothing fucking happens. But that I one was way more rather, stylized. I would much rather watch Just there, It was more visual. For the feeling. pure style alone, I'd rather watch the, the Edward Scissorhands. I don't know. And for the fact that it doesn't have Tim Allen. Yeah. It does have Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. But 
who was considered to play a Tim Allen's role. Holy oh, shit. Man, talk about an alternate reality. Would he still been married to Jamie Lee Curtis? Or I mean, would it have would been... Would Tim Allen have played Thor? No. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. He has long hair and a fedora like rear window. And he's just killed his wife and buried her in the backyard. And that's why he's not celebrating Christmas. And everybody's like, Yeah, Jenny Depp, why don't you get out here and put up your snowman? He's like, Would Tim Allen have played Edward Scissorhands in this part? The universe. We kept joking that every time someone was going to fall off a roof in this, because it happens like 20 times, <laughs> that the person that finds them is going to have to be the new Tim Allen. Or that Tim Allen would have to become what they were. Yeah. Like, oh, he's the new electrician now. He's because the new burglar. He, he finds, he reads the electrician clause. Or the burglar clause, yeah. Oh, if he found the burglar, that would be amazing. This, like we said, it it, it ends in a prison. Because <laughs> at the beginning, you're like, they're about to ex- escape. They have a ho-hum, mundane life that every year is the same. They are, they're put on this pedestal by the neighborhood where they're supposed to perform every year and spend thousands upon thousands of dollars for this party. And then at the end of the movie, like, the whole point in the beginning is, like, we don't want to do that. We don't want to be conformed anymore. We don't want to... Not even ever, just this year. Yeah, just we want to take a year off. It's the first year without our daughter being at home. And that should be something that they do. That should just be fine. Which it is. It is. In reality, it's fine. But their their entire neighborhood goes like Twilight Zone on them. It's, it's like Twilight Zone light. It is. It's like almost weird enough to be a Twilight Zone. It's episode. funny because it's like reverse Edward Scissor. It's right. Like he shows up and everyone's fine with it and except it, and that's the whole movie. And, and this one, the weird thing happens and everyone's like, no, fuck that. <laughs> And the fact that there's it's so then closed off to everyone else who doesn't celebrate Christmas, you could have made this movie with a local event. Just the same. And had it be just as funny, quote-unquote, you could have had it been like the annual barbecue, the annual Christmas, or holiday celebrating, Christmas tree gathering, like... I don't understand why it's so focused on one family, and it's because it's it's it, terrible. It's a Christmas. Movie. It snows at the end, so you get a white Christmas. It's a miracle. Yeah, I believe Dan Aykroyd does that or something. He like no, Santa does that, Marty. Oh yeah, so that's you uh, think Dan Aykroyd has the power to summon snow? <laughs> no, I was saying like, he was like looking whimsical, like oh, it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, he he was. Uh, no, but whenever Marty flies off in his. In his Volkswagen sleigh. Why is Santa driving a Volkswagen? And uh, he's a bomb. That's the joke. We're like we're panning out, and you see like the fake snow falling, the obviously fake snow falling, and like uh, he like makes like the aurora borealis show up for a second as he flies over their house. If they had just kept zooming and like we were on like a shelf and it was a snow globe, I wouldn't have been surprised. Oh, a Krampus type ending. <laughs> Oh, yeah, me neither. Because it, it shows this matte painting of a suburb stretching on forever until you see the skyline of Chicago, and everything is just decorated. The same. This all, all with snowmen. On every roof. roof. 
is that a thing in Chicago? I've been there. I've lived there for a while. I didn't remember that. You I was... live in that suburb. Oh, thank, thank, thank God. Thank God. I'd still be there. <laughs> I'd have like a, a, a high and tight buzz cut. And like, a, I'd be wearing a cardigan. And you have some nice clothes. Yeah. Everybody was Everybody's dressed. really, really nice dressed. Really nicely dressed. Uh, this was bad. <laughs> it was bad. This was bad. So, who would recommend this one? No. Not I. No. No, me either. This is not Top a time capsule of anything. We don't see enough of the world for it to be like, oh, this represents 2004 perfectly. No. It's one stupid fantasy. Like you said, this could be a snow globe. It's a stupid Christopher a way, Columbus film. It's so dumb that it's timeless. <laughs> no, because it never existed. <laughs> it's a total fantasy. It's like, make Christmas great again type bullshit. Like... Maybe for a few people, this was a thing if you had a $3 million house on the suburbs of Chicago. How are they not in a gated community with these houses? They probably maybe they are. are. <laughs> maybe they are. We don't know because we never see. Maybe this is hell. <laughs> and I'm he's still blown away that I never got tired. But a lot of bad move. Watch, I just want it to end. And I just want to shoot myself in the face. And like that never happened in this movie. I was engaged the entire time. But you still hated it. But it was bad. I think it's because, like we said, I kept wanting things to happen. Yeah. And I kept going, like, it can't be this bad. Something's going to happen next scene. Like, because I wanted to know if they were going to go on the cruise or not. I think so it got me. And when they just dropped the cruise plot, I was really mad. I was, too. I was hoping they would either not get on the cruise and be, be or they do on the cruise and they get to the crib and then it's shit. And, like, they don't have a good time. Right. But no, neither of that happens. They just abandon if they got on the cruise and it's almost from town if... was there, and they like were like, it's a Christmas cruise, it would have been a funny twist. Oh, that would have been great. Exactly. It's, it's a all... Christmas-themed cruise. It's almost as if... The, and their daughter's there. The, and the last half there. of this movie just completely undercuts the first half of this movie. And it's based on a John <laughs> Grisham novel. It's like that movie you watched where it's two different movies that they put... When it turns into a zombie movie... The vampire one? Dawn, from Dust Till Dawn? Yeah, from yeah. Dust Till Dawn. Okay. It's like from Dust Till Dawn, except it's two bad movies crammed <laughs> together, and there's no escalation. <laughs> it goes from a de- it goes from an, a whatever movie into a worse movie. Yeah, and Because they have to backputter, right? We gotta bring it back and get moral and holy shit at the end, it gets really sappy. You flip the script, it's like the drama in the first half of the movie is we're not doing it. And then the drama in the second half is we're doing it faster. Yeah. It's like, who the fuck could care? It's like if Speed Racer was about a guy who's like, I'm never racing again. Which I guess is the premise of some like a lot of fighting movies. <laughs> like, you fight and then you're like, I'm never fighting again. Yeah. Then you gotta fight twice as hard. Yeah. Like, sure. This isn't a fighting movie. This is not a fighting movie. It's this a Christmas is a holiday movie. movie. With ha- this is such a bad premise that it needed to have really good comedy to have a chance. And, and it, it had didn't. no comedy. No. None. There you wasn't know. even like attempts at comedy. There was really bad middle age humor. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Like a lot of like super low key sex jokes that you could tell around your grandma and she wouldn't. Like, not because they're just so dirty and she doesn't know what these things are, but she's, oh, it's, oh, it's like, he starts taking his shirt off or she doesn't, he's like, it's not Saturday, 
scheduled sex. Isn't that so funny? Their life is boring like everyone. <laughs> I can hear lightness. <laughs> wow. 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 Uh, I mean, your whole list is like this, though, right? Yeah. You mentioned Deck the Halls. What else is on it? Live Action Grinch. <laughs> Is that the new, the big new one that they Wait, yeah, yeah, the new one or the Jim one? That's not live action. What is it? CGI? The new one? Or is it like... It's the one that they advertised out the book. Was it like, animated. is it CGI it's cartoon. or cartoon? It's just a straight up cartoon. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't seen either of them, so that, that's new to me. You haven't seen the Jim Carrey one? No. Oh my why, god. Why would I have? Oh my god. Why would I have? It, you know? I hope we get it. It's the Grinch, though. Like, is it different? Is it just... Yeah. Is it different? <laughs> is it just it's the Grinch like for the Jim Yeah, it's not a 30-minute holiday special. Oh. Oh. But it's the same story, right? So how do you stretch out a 30-minute story? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. Is it a musical? No. Oh, thank God. Whoa, no music? It can stretch things out. <laughs> All right. All right. Until next time's terrible tragedy of a role. I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. You can find us on Facebook under Fapcheck. You can find us on YouTube under Fapcheck. You can reach us at Fapcheck at gmail.com. That's F-A-P-C-H-E-C-K dot com. Um, I forgot to spell that for a second. <laughs> I'm a bad speller. <laughs> uh, you can find this, have you seen, in our other podcast, Amazeballs, on podcast.com and the iTunes podcast app. Amazeballs is a series where Justin and I and often guests talk about TV anthology shows, sci-fi, fantasy, uh, anything that doesn't have a serialized premise to it, really. They're coming um, back in a big way right now. Yeah. So I hope you do, too. We got the rights to the fucking Amazing Stories podcast. We did it first. <laughs> I still hear that that's getting rebooted. Yeah, but... I also hear there's a Matrix prequel that has a name now, so we'll see if anything ever gets made with that. Sometimes it's... Yeah, that Black Lightning movie with The Rock. I feel like I've been hearing about that for ten years. Simpsons ending? <clears throat> heard about that? Oh, no. Well, everybody's yeah. been saying that since the 90s. Yeah. No, it's for reals this time. Good. Like, Who said that? Danny Elfman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it was somebody like that, right? But, oh, oh alright. Either way. That's all our info. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Now I'm cranky. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. <laughs> Wait, what? What are those knives? I know I didn't say it. Merry but no, Christmas. No, no, Merry no. Christmas. This movie had Jamie Lee Curtis. She's the queen of horror. You could have easily made this a comedy horror movie. Every one of her scenes was a horror movie. It had horror cues. She was hiding. <laughs> she was screaming. Do you think she was in a horror movie? Like she, she, was she was in a was horror a movie. movie. If you could recut this into a horror movie, no problem. You wouldn't have to change a thing other than just edit it down to a horror trailer. It was bad, Justin. I know. It was bad. Josh, I know you haven't seen a lot of movies, but this was a really bad one, <laughs> just for, for, for perspective. I mean, I've seen two years' worth of movies. Yeah, we've been doing this for point, two years so. now. <laughs> at, what point, at what That's point, at least 24 movies. At, at what point can we stop calling him a movie noob? Well, there's a few left I haven't seen that are still... He's still a movie noob. I don't think he can catch up at this point, which is good for us. 